Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Who's Clutch Sports Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Michael Urquhart, and you already know I got my main man, Pots and Pans, Mel Brown. What's going on, bro? What's going on? I can't call it, man. Wrong number as usual. Uh, man, I wish this this Kevin Durant trade is just gets done. It's over with so we can know who he's playing with, so we can see what the NBA season about to look like. Because as far as I'm concerned, we already know, and they just announced that the Lakers will be playing the Warriors and the Sixers will be playing Boston. And I think the Suns is going to be playing the Mavs. We could talk about the matchups later. But right now, the focal point of the NBA is where is KD going to land? The two potential places is Boston and the Sixers. And um, or, you know, I mean, at this point, they got to get a trade done because, you know, you already said that. He wants Steve Nash and Mark's gone. Like so, in your opinion, what's going to happen with this KD thing? I mean, essentially, what happens with the rest of them that demand trades? You gotta trade them. I mean, I know you're under contract, but the big, the bigger issue becomes having a person on or your team you know that doesn't want to be there. So then you question the effort and. All that type of stuff come into play, so you really don't want to risk that, and so you'll 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 get rid of the player or whatever the case is. Um, now it just comes down to where you want that player to go and what you want in return for that player. Training camp started September, and you know, of course, you want to see your players in training camp. Um, I don't think this deal going to be done by training camp. I don't know. Uh, and to me, uh, Kevin Durant, I'm trying to figure out what exactly happened. Was it the sweep? Was it the the whole I can't trust Kyrie thing because he's not getting vaccinated? Or, I, like, what was it? What do you think triggered? Kevin Durant saying that I want to be traded? Um, it could be a multitude of things. Um, you know, his relationship with Ben Simmons, you know, his relationship with the coaching staff, with the GM, um, his relationships with Kyrie and James Harden. It could be a multitude of things. Um, you know, and also his future. So, with all things considered, uh, I can see and understand why he wants to go somewhere else. Hey, you think the sweep was the icing on the cake? Yeah, 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 I see that. Because if they don't get swept and they actually beat Boston in advance, let's just say they get to the finals. He's not demanding no trade after that. But you get swept in the playoffs with Kyrie by Boston, who made the finals. And now you're like, I want out? Like, is this a knock on him? Or is this just a player looking at, you know, the, the power that we believe that these NF, the, these NBA players have? Or is he just, you know, trying to abuse power? Or is it that he just, you know, 
really, truly, genuinely doesn't want to play for Brooklyn no more. I think it's all of it. I think it's all of it. Um, if he don't want to be there, that's his right. And then, like I said, if he if they don't if they don't want him there, and that's pretty much what it's going to come it's going to come down to. We gotta let him go. Now let's entertain these two teams for a second. We got Boston and we have the Sixers. The Sixers obviously want to dump Tobias Harris. We got to get rid of that contract. We got to get rid of him. Um, and of course, they will want Maxi, right? You, Tobias, Maxi. They can have Thibault, right? You can give him Thibault. Uh, and what, two first-round draft picks? So you're giving them three players and two first-round draft picks, or you got to give them three players? Like, who has the best package? And what package would you give for KD if you were the Sixers? Um, I like the Sixers package with all the players you just named just based on the fact that uh, chemistry – because if you you send Thai if you send Thibault Tobias and Maxi to Brooklyn, you already got Seth there. Um, I, I'm not sure who else was on the Sixers team, but it'll be a couple guys familiar with each other already. Um, you'll get you'll you'll be able to fill out your roster instead of having two megastars. You'll have a a full complete team. Um, Drum and, and I also believe that. Um, if you get rid of Ky- if you get rid of KD, you getting rid of Kyrie as well. So Maxi fills that void um, for Brooklyn and, and gives them a future. Gives them a future. So I think that trade works both ways. Um, yeah. So I. Maxi, Tobias, Thibault, two first round draft picks. Yeah. Is that enough? It's going to be enough to put a team together, a formidable team together, and carry you into but let's, the future. Yeah, that has Seth Drummond. Ben I don't Simmons. know if Drummond's still there. I guess you got to look up on it. I don't know Gosh. if he's still there, but I know oh, Seth. Where they ship Drum to? We gotta look. I gotta see where they ship Drum. I'm gonna figure it out. Uh, but yeah, they have Ben Simmons, Seth, Maxi, Bias. The Brooklyn would be the Sixers. It's like the Sixers turn into the Rockets. It's a shift in power. It's a shift in power. I mean, the Sixers is a powerhouse. Drummond went to the Bulls. Okay, yeah. Along with Goran Dragic. They're good pickups. They're solid pickups. I expect the league to, to... to really pick up this year, I don't expect it to be that many corny teams. Even you'll see teams out there with with potential and upside. I believe Orlando um, has a lot of potential. Detroit is, you know, building. Houston is building. Um, OKC is building. So I, I believe that these teams are starting to get it together. And it's not going to be that many bad teams. So you'll see you know, competition on a, a good competition on a nightly basis. That's what that means. Now, if you Brooklyn, 
So our right, on one on one hand we got Maxi, Tobias, Thibault, two first round draft picks. Now that's what the Sixers give you. But if you Boston give you Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and three first round draft picks, would you take that? Well, that doesn't that doesn't, to me that doesn't make Boston that much better. I think that obviously it seems dynamic with with Tatum and KD scoring wise, um, but I think it doesn't make them overall better a better squad, especially having to give up so much to even get him there. So, it, and then it just make them an older team. It doesn't really work for Boston. That trade doesn't really work for Boston. But I do think it's inevitably going to happen for for Tatum and, and, and Brown to get, get traded. One of them won't get traded. I think it's going to be Brown. I think it's definitely going to be Brown. Yeah, Boston loved Tatum more than they loved Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, I mean, he got the he's a viable, He's a viable, he's a viable, he's a viable piece. And I believe he could go anywhere and excel. I think he 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 go, he reached his peak in Boston. I don't think he going we going to see him get too much better in Boston, and that's what I I meant when I when I talked about this before. Um, they they going to stun each other growth. Um, they they bring the same thing to the table, so Boston is going to have to at least give up one of them pieces to fill the voice that they have on that team, especially while they worth something. Jalen Brown is a he's a he's a major piece to to any team, a contending team especially. So um, I think that he's going to get traded while his value is really high. And that that works out better for him because I think he, he'll, really, he'll really thrive in, a, in another situation. Yeah, I think Jalen Brown, I mean, he'll give you in mid-range, knock down a three, dunk on you, straps. You know what I mean? A little mini Kawhi. Um you know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Jalen Brown game, but that's what he remind me of. You know what I'm saying? A little mini Kawhi. Like he, you know what I mean? He don't, like he's all, he's, it look like he's so focused into the game, very disciplined. Um, he works on his craft. And I mean, yeah, in Boston, you want that tandem. Um, and they need that because there's certain times where, you know, Jalen Brown might be, might be guarding the best player on the floor. And, you know, and that gives you know Jason Tatum freedom to do what he do on off on the offensive tip. Um, so you're saying the Sixers got the best package, and or it wouldn't be you know, and it wouldn't be a a good trade for Boston if they just had you know KD and Tatum. Yeah, because them. then then if you get if the Sixers also get Kevin Durant, um, they're going to also get another player, additional player like a Joe, a Joe Harris. Or somebody like a floor spacer that they're going to need. So both teams get what they want. And I think that's the best way to do business. Speaking of the Sixers, Ben Simmons just settled in court. Um, we, spe- we spoke about this a while ago. You definitely said, um, you know, Ben Simmons was going to sue. And, um, you know, how much money do you think Ben Simmons got? 
I mean, I really don't want to speak on that, man. You know. Because that that undisclosed portion to me, like, weighs on either side. Like, you know what I mean? We probably gave them, if we gave them $5 million, that would probably that would really be a win for the Sixers if the news got it, you know what I'm saying, in the loss of Rich Paul. But if Rich Paul got $15 million, then that would, you know, look bad to the fans and, the, and you know, looking at the Sixers, like, damn, y'all paid them $15 million. He ain't even played us no cheese. So, you know what I mean? Tell me how you feel about, you know, the, the cheese being undisclosed. Because, you know, you got to follow the money. The money is where the signs are. Yeah, well, I think you can let the rabbit out the head. Uh, I'm just thinking this situation you can't because it'll cause a domino effect. Like, if you sit there and put out how much money he got, let's just say he got most of that money, which I believe he did, just pretty much piggybacking off of the reasons you just gave. Like, all right, well, if if he got a small amount, then the six that that would be something that the Sixers will put out. Just to, to set an example, like all right, well, a player set out he only got two percent of his money, you know, like something like that. They would they, they that's a win for them. But I think the fact that it's undisclosed, you want to keep that under wraps because if it get out that he got most of his money, what example does that set for any other player that want to take that route? So then everybody's, you know, starts to, to do things that way. Then what can you do? So it's like you kind of got to keep it undisclosed. And for that reason, I think that that's why um, he got most of that money. Um, And to me, you know, I'm going to take it a step further because, you know, we we spoke about this on air. And, you know, that means you keep that undisclosed because not only do you want to let those rabbits out the hat, that, you know, the, the, the mental health card that he played, you know, a lot of people might think that that was, you know, false. A lot of people might have thought that it was a cop-out. But if people know that they can u- utilize that to their advantage and that gets out the hat, then what becomes of the, you know, no disrespect to anybody dealing with mental health issues, um, I'm I'm. I'm simply using this as an example for somebody who doesn't want to play and use it as an excuse not to play and then get paid. So that will be an example set for other players to say, hmm, if I don't want to play for a team and I know for a fact that I can say mental health going to get me paid, couldn't that be a way to 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 <clears throat> to basically not give that example as well? You don't want to set that example in the NBA? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just think that you'd rather just keep that sealed um, versus letting it get out because it'll be damaging. It'll definitely be damaging if it get out. Um, yeah, I believe we got most of it. I believe we got 75 or better percent of it. I mean, like I said, I don't never want to say um, no man – is deserving of no cheese, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, it's players who work for their money, you know what I'm saying? And it's teammates that was out there practicing and working for their cheese, and they just watching this man able to play and then say that he's not able to play, you know, knowing that he has a dislike for the Sixers, so, if you know, and the fans and things of that nature. So if we know that and we, we know that he's conscious of that, and you know his disliking for Embiid's words as well. So we, we we're looking at this 
this conscious behavior that he has shown, but then you know fall back on the the MH, bro. That I mean, that just I don't know. It doesn't just sit well with me. You know, we watch players work for their cheese, bro. Work for their money. Get what I'm saying? Players out there playing. Like, how would you feel if you was his if you was his teammate, or you just leave it alone? Yeah, man, you got to kind of understand why dudes do what they do, you know, to get their money. Because how was what's different? Like, what's different about a player sitting there saying, all right, I don't want to play? Like, what's, what's different about that versus a, a, a team deciding, all right, we're going to sit you out. We're going to sit you out for the rest of the year, but we're going to pay you. Do that seem cool if you want to play? But they don't talk about that side. Like, you, like John Wall. John Wall been wanting to play. Um, no, it's just, it's the team decision. We're gonna sit him out and shop him around till we figure out what we want to do with him. So that's okay. So it's like that's not fair neither. So I that's under- protecting your asset because if he get hurt, then you can't no longer trade him. So you gotta look at it from a general manager's perspective. Like we gotta right. protect the asset. So, but then my 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 point is 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 two perspectives. All right, you gotta look at it that way. But you also then you gotta understand why a player would sit there and say, all right, well, if they could do that to me, what's wrong with me deciding, yo, I don't want to play no more and still try to get my money? It's no different than them sitting there saying, yo, we can't play you and I want to play. It's two sides of it. So I understand both sides. You got to kind of understand both sides. You might not like the one side, but because that's the only side that they really talk about. They don't highlight the fact that it's players that be wanting to play, but they did the team and the GM to be deciding that they can't. They don't want him to. So just because a player getting his money don't mean that, you know, that player is pleased. Like, okay, yeah, it's, it's about the money, but these guys, most of these dudes been playing ball since they was children. So to take that passion away from them, just the excitement of playing on the, on the floor with their, their teammates and in front of their fans, that's like, that's, you take, they, they missing a part of them. And that's not cool neither. So so you gotta look at it both sides. I'll look at it from both sides, bro. I mean, I t- I just I mean players players work hard and as fans, you know, that pay our hard earned money to go watch these games, you know, we sometimes we feel a certain kind of way. And I and I honestly believe that the the best way, and if tell me if you agree to this, the best way to get you know people off your back is to play ball, right? <laughs> Go out there and, and it's to and win, sh- win, shut the yeah. critics up, right? Yeah, it's to win for sure. Um, speaking of winning, we know D Mitch want to win, man. Uh, with the Jazz, what the Jazz gonna do with D Mitch, man? Another situation that's similar to, to Kevin Durant. If a player does not want to play for the organization, you have to let them go. Like you have to. Like there's no way um, really around it. Like you, you gotta let them go. So eventually, that's gonna have to happen. How? That's always the question. But you gotta figure it out. They gotta figure it out. I think that's it's just more so figuring out how. That that takes up the time, but it's going to happen. And and we just might as well just chalk him up to the Knicks. 
Mm. Yeah, that's. I think it's a it's it's a it's a good chance he go there versus anywhere else. I'm gonna ask you this question one time: Does Draymond Green deserve max money? That's all I'm asking. So that's that's a tricky question because. Does he deserve max money? I, I firmly believe he couldn't play anywhere. He he couldn't thrive nowhere else. <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously. seriously. I want to get my honest opinion. Like, I think I think he's just one of them players that embodies everything that Golden State, you know, is 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 looking for. So, I think he he's just perfect for what they do, and so it, that that's a tricky question because it's like, all right, well. He doesn't. He wouldn't get that money anywhere else. I wouldn't give it to him. But for Golden State, what he means to Golden State, he mean a lot. He definitely mean a lot. So it's, for Golden State, they they in a tricky situation, and he also in a tricky situation because it's like, all right, if they don't decide to give him the money, do he think he gonna get that money somewhere else? <laughs> not in a not in a better situation. At least not. Like I would hope he do. Like I I don't wish. I don't wish him to not get no bread or nothing like that. I'm just calling it how I see it. Like I don't I think that he thrives in that situation that he's in. <laughs> he plays a hell of a role. And he's a very important piece to what they do. So for going state, it's like, all right, well, with that, do we pay him because of his value he bring to us? Or do we price him, you know, around the rest of the league? Like what is he really worth? Uh, nah, uh, that's a tricky spot to be in. I ain't gonna lie, like that's that's a tricky spot. Uh, me personally, I probably wouldn't pay. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> what you mean you wouldn't pay him? So, so I would I would allow him to test the market just to see if the grass green on the other side. And if he if he think that he could get some some more elsewhere, then cool. I hope he do. But if he don't, then that's your leverage right there to renegotiate. Like you know what I mean? Because at this point, like I said, he is he he brings great value, but he's not irreplaceable. Like they 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 trying to get younger. He not. He, I mean, you could you could you could find you could find another Draymond Green. All right, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say you can find another Drake Draymond Green like a, a younger version, but like let's just say, um, let's say Ben Simmons. Yeah, let's say yeah somebody. Let's say somebody like Ben Simmons. You don't think Ben Simmons can play Draymond Green role? Uh, absolutely, better than Draymond Green is playing a role. So, only the difference is Draymond Green. He's willing to take a jumper, and that's the difference between Ben being good and great. So, let's say just say he goes somewhere and he 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 plays with that freedom. I think he thrives. He's a he's a great player. He is a great player, great two way player, very high IQ player. You know, so yeah, I, that's that's what I believe. I think that's a tricky situation. Um, you know, renegotiate with him um, because you want him there. But if you got to try to replace him, 
we gotta try to replace him. Like that's just the bottom line. He can be replaced. He definitely could be replaced. The league getting younger, more versatile, more skilled. He just like the old head, you know, that really understand the system, that bring the toughness, um, that do the little things, like just know how to, to get the best of Steph and, and Clay, which is very important. He knows how to get the best of them, how to set the little brush screens, just a little little space that they need to to get their shots off. He understand them very well. So that's why I say he's important, but. I mean, if you could try to get somebody like Ben, that type of caliber player, to replace him. I think you could, you could, you could still succeed and have great success. I think just Ben Simmons is the prototype for that situation. I just think he, he's the best fit. My man averaged seven points. Seven speaking points. of speaking, speaking, I don't, not to cut you off. Speaking of uh, uh, Draymond Green, I wouldn't be mad at if somehow Draymond Green ended up in Brooklyn. I, I, I just wouldn't. Just based on the fact, like, like I said, him and, him and Ben Simmons. No, 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 the swap. Like I, I, I'm saying, to, to get for the Warriors to get Ben Simmons. I'm saying I, I, I would. If I'm a GM, I would definitely look at trying to make that a possibility. If you want, if you want to get Draymond, if Draymond want to get max money, shit like that. Brooklyn not giving him max money. He might. They might because they're gonna be young. They're gonna need. A, they're gonna need somebody. That's gonna put all on pieces together. They're gonna need a, a Draymond Green. They're gonna need a Draymond Green type of player. They're gonna have a point guard. They're gonna have. I think they got like a center, Claxton. They're gonna have a, a a shooting guard. They're gonna have like. So I'm I'm just throwing it out there. Now I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but I, I would love to see Ben with the Warriors to to see if he how how he does playing Draymond Green role. I think he'll do great. Yeah, I feel you, but I mean, if they lose Kyrie, they lose KD. You know. My goodness, they got to get some scoring. I don't want Ben Simmons and Draymond Green starting on my team. If I'm looking for scoring, bro, absolutely not. Uh, now, speaking of Kyrie, man, um, how dangerous is it for the Warriors if Kyrie joins LeBron over there in L.A.? Uh, I, think, I think Kyrie joining the Lakers is exactly what they need. Um, I think it's exactly what what Kyrie needs as well, just for his mentality, uh, what he wanted to do on the court. I think he and just you know honoring Kobe, like I think that means a lot to him as well. So I, I just I think that's a good situation for both parties. And again, that's that's good business. You think and so Russell Westbrook send him over there. You gotta figure out what you're gonna do with Russ. That's 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 why I said it. The question is how. That's always the million dollar question. How are they gonna make this work? I, I I don't know, but I do see Kyrie replacing Russ there, unless Russ agreed to take. Well, no, because he took the money already. So, I see I see Kyrie coming there, and only thing I think that saved Russ right now is a place like like the Spurs. They got rid of Javon, uh, Dejounte Murray. I think he could fill that void, and, and, and under under Pop, I think he could end his career the way that he he, he should. They saying that Palenka, Rob Palenka, not trying to give up no first round picks for Kyrie. So, I mean. 
who they gonna give up? Um, that's why I said you got involved another team. That's gonna take three teams. So who would be the other team that you were involved? Like I said, everybody else making moves. Spurs. But they just you traded away DeJounte and Murray. Exactly. That's why Russ would be perfect for them. Just gotta figure it out. That's why I said that's you know that's money and and all that. So that's 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 what you got to sit down and discuss, but I do see that as a good fit. Um, R.I.P. Uh, Bill Russell, uh, prayers and blessings to uh, you know the Russell family. Uh, who in the game remind you of Bill Russell? Have you ever seen you watch some Bill Russell footage? Yeah. I mean, at that time, like I said, him and well, not him and Bill was Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. They were ahead of their time. Like they were super athletes, um, and it was they was men amongst boys. And and the, any highlight you see, you're going to see Bill Russell just snatching people shots out of the air around the rim, <laughs> like before a goal tending, I believe this was a he's blocking <laughs> a lot of shots. <laughs> Oh man, Bill. Bill keeps He kept it real too, man. Like anytime he was uh commentating or like you heard him speak, definitely kept it real. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh definitely RIP to to Bill Russell, man. A great a legend. Um you seen uh Jimmy Butler got weave now. Oh yeah, I did see something seen. like that. <laughs> Dude. League killing me, man. But uh, tell me what you think about Banchero. I gotta watch an, enough of him, but I, I I think that he fits perfect for what they do. He has a great upside. Um, he has a good feel for the game. Uh, I, I believe he, he he definitely has a lot of potential. So they go they only getting better. He helps them get better. That's a good situation for him. Like I said, they they up and coming. Who do you compare him to? Like I said, I, like I, I don't, I gotta watch enough of him. Like I ain't, I ain't get a chance to really, really sit down and watch like endless footage of him. But during the season, I, I I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna be looking. Um, I think he could at least average 15, 16 points. So I think that's good. That helps. Yeah, he's, he's athletic. Got speed to him. Can run the floor. I mean, just got – and to me, like, when you got players like that, I would just want to learn the fundamentals early in the game because you you hear how it takes a, it takes players, you know, a few a few years to develop their game. But these players have watched, you know, decades of ball. And you, you hear all the time that these players, you know, at highly ath- you know, athletic, you know, can jump high, you know, dunk you know, can shoot the three. But when we talk, when we start talking about, you know, developing a post game, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, players could be working on that, 
as rookies. You get what I'm saying? Knowing that you're athletic, but you're still working on that post game as a rookie. So about your third, fourth year, you already done mastered a, a, a couple of finishing moves. You get what I'm saying? Footwork down in the post, things of that nature. So, I mean, just learning the fundamentals of basketball. But I think he's going to, yeah, you know, what you say, uh, 15, 16, yeah, something around. It might be 20, bro. It might be 20. Young boy. Depending young boy. on how fast he can adjust to the NBA pace. Right. That's the main thing. So I give him 15, 16. If he adjusts well, yeah, he can average 20. He got the potential. I mean, how you feel about a, a, a NBA team in Vegas? I, I think that's that's kind of like the the inevitable um, as well. You see, hockey did it. Um, you see, football did it. It's just a matter of time before baseball and basketball um, is there as well. I mean, it's it's the mecca of what's becoming the thing now sports gambling so why wouldn't you have um teams there so that's just it's just timing with that i think that's a, that's eventually going to happen well oscar de la hoya you know what i mean talking to floyd money may it's floyd money mayweather um and they in talks about getting you know starting the nba team in vegas you know, he said they built Vegas. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I ain't mad at it. Listen, gambling legal, you know, just like you said, piggybacking off of what you said, the hockey did it, the NFL did it, the NBA definitely going my part to that. Um, and, uh, you know, to me, the, the NBA, you know, they're expanding. You know, they want to expand. And I see nothing wrong with them moving to Vegas. Um, and I ain't mad at Oscar De La Hoya and Floyd Money May, you know, teaming up and, you know, trying to get that done, you know. So, uh, to me, it's a great idea. Uh, bro, football season starting. Before we get out of here, man, I need to know, I mean, is the Eagles going to win more than nine games this year? Yes, they are. The Eagles going to win more than nine games this year. <laughs> Do you have a number? 11 and and 6. 11 and 6? Yeah. How far do you have the Eagles going this year, bro? Next year? I got got them a game short of the Super Bowl. NFC champ? Yes. I got them as the NFC champs. Matter of fact, right, I'll tell you this. I got (laughs) – is it, let me know if it's possible at first. I believe it is. I like. I got the Eagles and the Raiders in the bowl. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I love the Eagles and the, and the Raiders in the Super Bowl. If I could predict or if I could put customize a game, I would love to see the Eagles and the Raiders for the Super Bowl. Eagles and Raiders? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, man. The, the Eagles... The Eags, they loaded up a little bit, man. Um, and I'll tell you this much. Of course, of course, 
you know, injuries are part of the game. So you want to stay healthy. Please stay healthy. You know, all teams, all this a message to all 32 teams, they try your best to stay healthy. Players take care of your body. You know, you can't just be, you know, off-season partying and think that you about to come to these NFL workouts and be ready. So, and, you know, not everybody got the Jerry, work, Jerry Rice workout when the Super Bowl in two weeks, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? He in, the, he in there catching balls right, right after winning the Super Bowl. And Jerry Rice was different. But you you got to have good work ethic. Um, and the Eagles, to me, they stay healthy. You know, they're going to they gonna bang with the Giants for the division, man. Uh, they're going to bang with the Giants for the division. I ain't mad at you saying 11 games. But listen, we over here. And the Giants, we not weak. The Giants not weak by no stretch of the imagination. Um, you getting Kenny Galladay back. You know, you know he trying to come back a hundred percent. Saquon Barkley looked like he a hundred percent. You know, and I think both. I hope so. Teams, I, I really want to see Saquon potential. I really do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, at, listen, both teams are in the same predicament right now, and I believe that predicament is this: Wh- whichever quarterback. Is not producing. They, they teams gonna sink because it, remember Jalen Hurts, they putting the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands early in the season, and they was losing games. And once they turned to that running game and going more to the run, you know they took off, made the playoffs. So to me, you know teams look at that. So now, if you want to put the Eagles in passing situations and making Jalen Hurts beat you with his arm. The Eagles might have a long season, a long season. So, Sirianni might, you know, better try to figure something out because Kafka and Debo, we coming. I'm going to tell you like that. Um, Any gems you want to drop before we get out of here, bro? Well, I want to piggyback off a gem that I dropped before and just let you know where we at. It's close close to happening. I I like Baltimore Orioles to make the playoffs this year. Let's see if that come true. The Baltimore Orioles? Okay. Yeah, I made that statement before. Um, but we getting closer to the city. So let's let's see if it happens. Well, I'm telling you this right now. The Phils is the best team in the league. I'm telling you. The, and I feel like, listen, man. We missing, we missing Kyle Schwartz. We missing my man Schwartz. We Bryce. You know, we're a little banged up. We banged up. And listen, we seen that we getting, we just got five great outings from Ranger Suarez. Um, you know, Ranger holding it down. We just seen, you know, Zach Wheeler, you know, give it up. Uh, but you know the Phils. They inform, man, and I think when we really get healthy, we getting, you know, production from Derek Hall. You know, you know, he's been smacking homers left and right. Come on, man. Reese Hoskins out here. Like we 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 really doing it, man. We made a couple of trades too. Made a couple of trades too. All I'm gonna say for Noah Syndergaard, you know, we got oh man, don't talk that we ain't gonna get started on Alec Boom. And Edmundo Sosa. 
come on, man. Listen, all I'm going to say is this. The Phils are informed, bro. I know the Mets got DeGrom. I know the Mets got Scherz, Pete, you know what I mean, Lindor. They, Nemo, they, they loaded. I know the Mets loaded. But I think the Phils, we can talk about, you know, we you see what we did with the Dodgers, you know what I'm saying, at their crib. I mean, Dodgers came right back, but. I ain't worried, man. I want the Phils to be fully healthy. Phils going to the World Series. I've been said this. I've been said this. I've been said it on Wex. And I'm staying, I'm standing on mine, man. Phils versus everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, bro. I want to thank you for your time, man. I want to thank you for your opinion. Uh to our fans out there. I want to thank you for your listening air. We'll be dropping snippets on Coos Clutch Inc. on Instagram. And we'll also be posting the show. Uh, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Who's Clutch Sports Talk Radio. Uh, again, be safe out there. Uh, <clears throat> peace and love.